make them dance, nah Welcome to that gay shit. Welcome. I'm your host, Demi Elder. And I'm your co-host, Terrell Armstead. This week we're going to talk about kinks, which we just decided at the end of the last episode. Yeah. So grab a snack and mm-hmm. get your libations mm-hmm. and let's get ready to talk about some I'm kinks. I'm drinking. Well, I just have one glass of wine. I'm drinking my iced coffee. I love iced coffee with half and half and like eight pumps of sugar. Mm. I can't do I can't do drip anymore. No? I can't. No. Ever since like... It started with our binging espresso in the Airbnbs. Okay. Um, when we were traveling, and I came back and I was just like, "Drip coffee tastes like water." I, I would like something stronger. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I only do like lattes and shit now. Okay. Well, but I try to you know pace myself. I try lot. to get my my iced coffee with a little shot, or I can do a cold brew. Okay. But so you do like a red eye? Yeah. Okay. Like a red eye. I could do a red eye. You mm-hmm. know. But. Oh my god! I should get a red eye tomorrow mm-hmm. for work. Usually for work, usually we're talking about kinks. So coffee is a kink. Oh, for is me. it? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> usually I get for work. I get a double shot in the morning. A Starbucks double shot. Mm-hmm. It's five shots. A venti comes with five shots. So I'd be wired off that five shit. Five shots of espresso. Mm-hmm. Bitch. I get blonde shots too. I literally so never extra. do more than two. Really? It's enough. No, I need I need five. Jesus. And by the time I have lunch, girl, I'll be so tired. I mean, I have the itis. The only way I end up ever having three is if like I start with like a latte and then I feel like I need more energy and like an hour or two later I'll have a shot by itself, no milk. Um mm-hmm. but that's like extreme cases. Yeah. That's like I gotta punch it. Yeah. Anyway. I got a sugar too. Kinks. We're gonna talk about kinks this week. Um one thing I wanted to do at the top was talk about kinks versus fetishes because while I was looking up and trying to remember kinks that you know I don't necessarily encounter all the time so that we could talk about them and stuff like that I realized that sometimes I was including things such as like foot fetish and I was like is that a kink? Yeah I I was having the same dialogue with myself I was like is this a kink or a fetish and what's the difference? Right I got a little you know quote for what what the difference is but you tell me what you think. Oh well, I found a quote from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're such we're so studious no, we on this show. On the Google. show, the Google has to um, be done. Yeah, I found a little something where he describes the differences between kinks and fetishes. It's from this article um, where he probably where he goes into like how how people develop kinks, mm-hmm. um, and funnily enough, you start developing your kinks and your fetishes at like before ten. So like. Children have sexualities. I mean, yeah. You know? But we can't handle that topic because we're... We can't handle that topic because people don't know how to, like, understand that they could be sexual beings or beings in their sexual development without it being, like... Like, nobody needs to be preying on them just because they also are sexual beings. Yeah. Yeah, that's not... No, that's no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, de- like, we're developing lots of... I remember being very young and have, having urges at a very young age where, mm-hmm. like feeling a certain way and I didn't have a name for it yet, yeah. you know? And I remember That's... also being 12 Ooh. and telling my, like, first or first boyfriend that, like, I wanted to have sex. And, like, I don't remember if I was really, like, if I really meant it. Mm-hmm. I was very young, but it was like, this is the thing I'm thinking about and I'm curious and not having the exact language to just say, hey, I'm developing and I'm curious. Yeah. It scared the shit out of him. I was like, whoa, whoa. 
I'm not asking you for anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying mm-hmm. these are things I think about. Mm-hmm. It happens so early. So that's actually that's funny because in the article he says that um, we develop these like kind of like kink and sexual identities and like all these sort of things before we have language for them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. of course we would. I mean, language is something that comes later, yeah. um, and it's socially inscribed. So it's like society gives you the language. Mm-hmm. Um, but we live. He also mentions in this article. Um, Who's he? Oh, okay. We so let me. I, I keep referencing the article. Let me mm-hmm. give you the title of yeah, the article so and, the, and, okay. the, and the person <laughs> and like where it was published. So it was. <laughs> so it was published in Psychology Today. It's mm-hmm. called uh, the art. The title of the article is called "Growing Up Kinky." I Research the, shows. I stole an issue of that from my therapist's office, and I never read it. I feel so bad. You at least read it if you go steal it. <laughs> Sorry to that office. Go on. <laughs> so the title is called Growing Up Kinky. Research shows how kink identity is formed. New research sheds light on formation and development of kink identity. And it was published March uh, 30th, 2018. And um, so he, the he I'm referencing is Samuel Hughes. He's a psychological researcher at the University of California, Santa Cruz. Okay. And... You know, he specializes in kinky individuals and, and um, self-concept, personality, stress, intersectionality, undevelopment, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, he was talking about how we develop kinks early on and before we have language to, to, to like, actually describe them. Okay. Um, yeah. I didn't do as much research. What I, I was just trying to figure out once, you know, the foot fetish thing came in my brain, and I was like, is this technically included? I went and read an article as well, but I ended up just turning to, like, the common thread of what I was finding as the distinction between the two. And essentially, what it seems like is a kink is an unconventional sexual taste or behavior, right? Mm -hmm. That we can gather anyway. A fetish, as determined by Merriam-Webster, so grain of salt, is an object or bodily part whose real or fantasized presence is psychologically necessary for sexual gratification and that is an object of fixation to the extent that it may interfere with complete sexual expression. So Mm. it's like, the people that I would think about in my life that I know to have foot fetishes, air quote, um, I don't know if they really like find it to be that necessary. I don't know if it's super heavy. I just know that it's something that turns them on and they talk about frequently and they Mm -hmm. may ask for some sexual acts to include it. I don't know if it's like a every time or I need to at least think about it to get off or I don't know, like maybe fetish has been watered down in our lexicon. Yeah. Um, You know, funnily enough, I have, well, I wouldn't say dated, but I've messed around (laughs) with a guy who had a, a foot kink. Same. Not, it wasn't a fetish. Like, I have a foot fetish where I like feet. I like mm-hmm. men's feet. Okay. But it's I not. I did not know this. But it's not I've to known the you point. for so long. Yeah. yeah. It's not to the point where, because it's not, like, to the point where, like, I obsess over feet. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, my God, you have really nice feet. Mm-hmm. I want to touch them. Mm-hmm. I may lick them. Okay. If Ooh. they're nice enough. Ooh. But I'm not, like, obsessed with feet. Mm-hmm. But the guy that I was, like, seeing or whatever, yeah. he was, like, obsessed with feet. Mm-hmm. Like, he wanted me to, like. Which is fine. It's fine. We're not, we're not, we're not king. I'm just describing. So like he would have me like take off my shoes Mm -hmm. and like position my feet a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it he wouldn't like jerk off or anything. He would just like get turned on by it and like want to watch. What the image does for people. I have considered selling foot pics, girl, because we need money. (laughs) And people want them. There's there's a demand. Women selling foot 
and actually men too, because I follow this guy on my my freak Twitter page. Okay, um, did not know about that. Called Pablo mm-hmm. Reyes, mm-hmm. and he has like really nice feet, and he like posts pictures of them. He's mm-hmm. like a dominant. He's like a dom. Is, is it, he? Is he a dom? He's a dom. Mm-hmm. He's dom. I think his page is actually called Dom. Reyes or something like that. I don't know. Mm. But anyway, he shows his feet and like he makes a lot of money from it. But like if you're showing feet on the internet, you I can make get a lot bag. of money. I've considered all types of sex work, um, small and large, more and more over time and then just never do anything about it because I'm a chicken. I have, I've considered, actually I'm still considering sex work. I am. I even consider making a, a couple's only fans. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to invite anybody into what me and Ty are doing just yet. Yeah. 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 Like, I think it's hot. I don't. You know what I, I like about. people are going to think. So what I like about OnlyFans and like just for fans and like the new like sexual revolution where people are like inviting people into their homes and taking subscriptions to watch them have sex mm-hmm. is it's liberating sexuality from the porn be a myth you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. like because porn is porn is an industry mm-hmm. and you have all these industry tastes you have a set standard mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like everyone was like buying into this industry and no one was getting anything out of it especially performers but, like, now it's democratizing in a bit because mm-hmm. performers are still making money, mm-hmm. you know, where they don't have to, like, you know, people are buying into them mm-hmm. to see them. And they're being a lot more comfortable. Yes. It's their rooms. Yeah. It's, it's their rules. It's their homes. It's, yeah. Et cetera. It's uh, nice. And, of course, you get, like, kind of the reification of certain, like, themes and sort of, mm-hmm. like, um, categories. It's not your own behest. Do what, what yeah. you want and don't want. Yeah, because there, there's this popular gay um, OnlyFans guy called Raheem Shabazz. Who? <laughs> Sorry. Why that face? Because we know a Raheem, and I just instantly <laughs> pictured him in a like porn setting, and I know that that would not go. But Raheem is like really popular. Like his his he went he was faceless at first. He was faceless. He was mm-hmm. doing porn with this other gay porn star named Leon Reds. Mm-hmm. And um, I forgot how many porn stars names you know, like front to back. <laughs> go on, girl. I'm a whole scholar. On, I know. On, I know. Like, porn. I know. It's well, just we don't like see each other porn. all the time anymore. <laughs> like we used to again working at Whole Foods. I, we'd be you know trying to get our. We worked in a Whole Foods that was so large that it had 40 registers. And so, like, we would try to end up next to each other or whatever. Or, like, we'd sneak around and leave one row to go to the other row and talk or whatever. He'd be, like, calling me over to tell me about some porn star who just came to his register. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Um, But, yeah. um, What was I talking about? Oh, I don't know. Um, I cut you off because of the whole. And then the Raheem thing distracted me. Raheem? Oh, yeah. Okay. Raheem. (laughs) So, Raheem is, like... He's, like, this big, big deal in, like, the OnlyFans world, and especially, like, gay porn. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it happened relatively quickly last year. And so, um, yeah, I forgot why I was on this subject. But he mm-hmm. does he does provide, like, a lot of, like, avenues to do kink work, mm-hmm. per se. Mm-hmm. Like, he's done, like, lingerie. Anywho, moving on to kinks. So we've sort of kind of defined what kinks and fetishes are um, and how they are not exactly the same. Although I I think generally we use the term fetish in a much lighter 
way than this definition seems to proclaim it to be. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe it's almost like a mental health term. Like maybe I can't really change the definition of that. But as we use mm-hmm. it colloquially, it doesn't necessarily seem to be that intense. But chime in because I don't think I have any fetishes. And so I, like if there are people who have like a foot fetish, as our example is running, um, and they do feel it to be necessary every single time. Mm-hmm. Tell me. I need to know if it's that intense because yeah. I don't know. Um, oh, we'll talk about it at the end. Okay. It's fine. Um um, do you have any kinks besides your slight foot fetishy? I've thing? recently gotten into lingerie. Okay. I have. Ooh, are we talking like thick mins and like garters and things? Or what kind of lingerie are we talking? Because uh, that always Mostly just like garters and stuff. Okay. I've just like been really like into panties. For you or for them? For me. Ooh. For me. Oh, so, we need a shoot. So I'm reading, I'm wearing like panties. Yes. And like. Come on, suicide um, girl. And like. <laughs> 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 um, and I'm finding that a lot of. Gay men, well, there are some gay men who've been into it, but it's mostly been the bisexual men that I've been messing with who've been into it. So I appreciate that. Okay. Everybody's fucking bisexual men, and I, it's I love it. not fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> my close friend, the same one who took me on that Christian double date. Yeah. Oh, um, we were texting recently, and she was like, just, you know, telling me about what's going on in her life. And she was like, I've been really into bisexual men lately. They've been hitting me up a lot, so I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, where? <laughs> Where? That True. never happened for me. True. Which is, to be fair, I'm not barking up men trees like that. Yeah. You know, cis men. But if you're a queer cis man, I'd give it a go. Yeah. I would have given it a go. Yeah. Anyway, forget yeah. y'all. Leaving me in the dust. Where are they, though? Bisexual men, where are you? Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Everybody's pretending you don't exist. We know. We know y'all exist. Any other ones? Um. Oh, God. See, I wrote them down. Yeah, same, because <laughs> trying to actually, like, play out the conversation without having notes is very hard for me. <laughs> I like submission. Okay. For you. For me. Okay. I like being submissive. Mm-hmm. But I like being submissive in, like, a power bottom kind of way. Mm-hmm. Like, I like... Yeah, you've always been a power bottom. Yeah. I like to be able to have some type of say in, like, how I'm being submitted. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. We used to talk about this a, a bit more. Um, I remember power bottom was a running theme when we were... I talk about it so much when we were in France in 2016 mm-hmm. because I realized that people may have slightly different definitions for power bottom. Mm-hmm. Like you're bottom, but you're on top a lot of the time or you're taking control. You're telling everybody what to do. Or like, I think sometimes people define a power bottom just as like, I can take a lot. I can handle a lot. Like mm-hmm. you can do almost anything to or with me. Oh yeah. Baseball so, bats and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was just like... Would you ever? What? With a baseball bat? What does that even mean? In, inside of me? Yeah. No. No? No. First of all, splinter. <laughs> in my vagina. <laughs> so no. No. Why? I'm just curious because, no, it comes up in I'm like... Not even like a, a, like a cucumber and a condom? Like a baseball bat? A baseball bat. No. I've seen like cones and like... Cone? You know, like Cone the... Um, what? You know, like the um. No, you, you better not. <laughs> like the what? <laughs> um, what are those cones that you see in the street? Oh my god! The, those. A construction cone? Yeah. yeah. Where does somebody get access to a construction cone to fuck? In gay porn, they do this a lot. They do like 
cones and like baseball bats that and like so extra and like arms and like fists. Oh my god, would you? Okay, fists. <gasps> I have so many things to say. <laughs> you have to wait until I'm done, please, because. <laughs> Now I have to remember four thoughts, <laughs> please. So, 2016, France. I remember I just got out of my abusive relationship or whatever. I knew that as we were, it, as it was becoming more of a thing in my community that we were talking about tops and bottoms because up until then, really, we hadn't. Um, within my abusive relationship, I did discover a lot, despite the fact that it was a toxic relationship. And also I was damaged a lot because it was a toxic relationship. And I remember we got to France and I was dating someone who lived in France mm-hmm. and um, he was a sub, like completely. And it, it didn't come, his personality wouldn't necessarily divulge that to you. But yeah, when we were getting I closer. I totally did not get sub. Yeah, I know, I know. But he was just like, I need you to dominate me. And I also needed to um, permeate our relationship, not just the sex and I needed that because my abusive ex had told me um, that since I present as a hard femme but I was so soft in the bedroom that I was lying to people I was false advertising to people um, and giving them the wrong image of what sex with me would be like just because I carried myself and dressed myself as a hard femme and used that label Mm -hmm. which was like in retrospect obviously fuck you like no one can assume what you're like in the bedroom and they shouldn't and they also shouldn't make you feel bad if they made the wrong assumption exactly okay full stop but i needed to heal from that because i took it to heart and like so i met my french ex and he was like i need you to dominate me in all the ways and he made me very comfortable to the point where i felt confident doing so and i Mm -hmm. knew that there was a part of my personality that wanted to do that or that wanted to explore that or felt that it was part of me or like it was something i could tap into but i didn't feel comfortable with my ex about it like because he's an asshole the abusive one so with my french ex i really came into that and really felt like a power about him because it was me telling him what he could and couldn't do to me at all times or like only becoming like a top when i wanted to and like Mm -hmm. really fucking him up if i was or like um really just taking that control i had all the control and then like it, it would start as soon as we woke up we'd wake up in the morning and i'd be like go get me two lattes and a salad and like that would be, it would keep him going. Like he wanted me to do that sort of stuff to him at all times. And that was nice. It really made me feel like I can play whatever role I want to, you know, if I'm comfortable. And I know that I'm loved in this space because I'm being made to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So that was nice for me. Um, you also brought up fucking traffic cones. We're going to skip that. <laughs> <laughs> Fisting. Fisting. Um, I guess I, I, in my notes, on my like list of kinks, uh, because there's things I want to talk about. We're going to come across all this. Foot fetish, punching in the chest, urine, spitting in the mouth, and then I put fisting. Does that count? Question mark. Because I don't know if it's like that unvanilla. It's kind of a primary sex act. You're just using more fingers. Like, I don't know. Child. Is it a kink? What, fisting? Yeah. It's definitely a kink. Okay. It deviates Mm -hmm. from like... Regular sex, like I don't see a vanilla person saying, "Let's let's fist tonight, baby." It's it's definitely something that's outside of sexual normativity. <laughs> I ha- I have fisted. I um, have never fisted. This is a public s- service amount uh, announcement. I have never been fisted. No. Okay. I fist. I've fisted. I don't think I've ever been fisted. Like maybe an attempt, but then realized like I could not. Um. 
but I've definitely fisted. I was with someone who basically required fisting each and every time. Uh-huh. And he even once asked me to double fist him. And I was like, honey, I don't know if I have the energy. <laughs> like, real with you, chief? I don't uh, know if oh I can Lord. do that. But it was just like so integral for him. And I was just like, oh, okay. If I can do it, I'm down. If it doesn't make me feel unsafe, I'm down. I put a large dildo in someone before. Okay. How large are we talking? Because it was on your scale? It was a huge Yeah, I figured. It was a huge <laughs> dildo. No, it was um a threesome I was on. Group sex is a kink. Okay, yeah. So I I'm on I'm on that because yeah. I love group sex. It's so hard to make it work sometimes. It is because you I've have had to find one mostly successful. You group really sex have to together. find people who are like into your kind of sexy mm. and who like get you going the whole experience. Cause like yeah. you could you could totally like have a threesome or a foursome or a fivesome and be like, <laughs> I'm not really attracted to you or you and I'm mm. and I'm bored now. Yeah. Um, I have had something like that happen to me. Like in the middle of it? Um, actually, I'm thinking of two different situations. The first, was it the first time? No. The second, um, okay, all three of the times. <laughs> For the first time that I had any sort of threesome. I'm so sorry. Europe just makes you have sex. Yeah. I was in France for study abroad, 2011. <laughs> and um, I really wanted to sleep with this guy. He had been sleeping with this girl on our campus. She was like a barnacle. I caught him alone one time. We were like starting to get something started. She showed the fuck up and she was high sexual. So I was just like, okay, girl, I guess. <laughs> I was not attracted to her. I just, you know, had to what make it work. What made her not attractive? Let's talk about that. Her personality. Okay. Yeah. She wasn't an unattractive girl. It's she just, just was like on him. And like, this is my, you know, very, very much still into cis men days. Yeah. Um, she was so on him. You're a Marianne. And days. it was like, I was still very like, very much didn't care for men necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just still was having sex with them. So for me, it was like, you know, we'll have fun. We can have fun. Don't do no fuck shit. But for her, she was all up his ass all the time. Mm, and so I like, me. we're having sex, right? She's included herself. It is now a group situation. And she's just like, oh my God, he's so good, isn't he? Like, he's so good. And just like screaming, like, we're on a fucking... <laughs> Shantytown has goddamn campus. You can hear through these walls. OD. Like, and and it was a Catholic college. Like, like was he we so got good? like nuns next door. Like, what are you doing? But was he so good? No, was he that good? It's never that it's never that good with them. Okay. I'm screaming into my microphone. I realized that I need to stop. But yeah, it was just like I'm scratching an itch and you are doing a lot and it's distracting me. Okay. But <laughs> him and I started sneaking around after that. She was getting on both of our nerves. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so we would just be in my room and shit. Because, Fucking? Yeah. Okay. The second time, I was dating this person who was a little down in their luck and was living with um, somebody that they were involved with because they were down in their luck. And I think that it kind of fueled their relationship. Like, I don't know if they really would have been dating outside of that situation. Um and so I was also seeing them. Um, I think his pronouns are he, him now. But I don't I don't want to be wrong. Let's use the umbrella term. So um, I was also seeing them. And they, I think they had flippantly told me that the girl, the other girl they were seeing, thought that I was, like, you know, attractive or cute or something. And I was just like, 
she's a really cool girl. That's a great compliment. Thank you. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, somehow we all ended up at that apartment at one time and her and I crossed paths. It wasn't necessarily odd, but then we all ended up like laying on the same bed and they just like tried to like start something. And it got to the point where I know that at least my bottoms were off. Like it was technically in swing, but I wasn't feeling it. And I had to go through the emotional labor of calling it off. And so I did. Um, and it was awkward as fuck, but I felt so powerful afterwards. I was like, yes, you said no, you didn't want this thing to happen. Also it seemed a little pre-planned. Like I felt like they tried to finagle a thing. Um, yeah, I forgot what, we were talking about group sex as a kink. Yeah. And how hard it is to execute and make work. Yeah, cause you have to find attractive people yes. with attractive personalities. And the third time, the two people I was sleeping with were basically doing it for me, I guess, because uh-huh. I was dating the both. This is, again, this time is in France as well. And um, they weren't attracted to each other. So I was the fucking sandwich meat, and I had to make sure everybody was happy. It was a lot of work. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <sighs> it was great, though. That was the best one I've had. Because it was you. Your the pleasure least, was centered. The least centered. shell-shocked. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it yeah, was. See? Yeah, see? Yeah. See? It's not about their pleasure. It's about yours. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yep. Sometimes it's like that. Yep. No, but sex is really no, like that. they were fine. I made sure they were fine. Yeah. I'm just saying in that time they were treating me. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you should always center yourself and... No, that's wrong. I shouldn't say that. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you shouldn't be having sex with somebody unless you care about their pleasure. Or exactly. else you're masturbating with their body. Exactly. You should center pleasure of everybody mm-hmm. when you're when you're you fornicating advocate for yourself absolutely yes. advocate for yourself absolutely and i'm talking specifically to bottoms and the <laughs> people who are being being penetrated mm-hmm. people who are who come from marginalized sexualities you people advocate for your pleasure yeah. because it's no one else will no one else will you know like i've been in i've been put in situations where i was having sex to pleasure men without pleasuring myself and those were like the worst kind of experiences sexual experiences i had so that was my kink before i went to therapy mm-hmm. like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like censoring men's pleasure over my own i remember those days yeah that was hard um so i want to get into this article really quick okay take it back take it back let's circle around so um according to vice um these are the top five kinks in the u.s um, and I will go through them right now. Foot's number one. Foot's number one. Foot is number one. I'm guessing. I'm betting that foot is number one. <laughs> Actually, number one is group sex. Oh, we I, just I never through. thought about it as a kink, though. I can see really? why it is. I can see why it is. Because, no, because I've... It's unconventional. I when really I've gone it. on to Jack D. Jack D. And Grandel. Oh, Grandel. A lot of men... <laughs> Are not into group sex. Okay. Yeah, it's unconventional, so I, I guess it definitely qualifies. A lot of gay men, that really surprised me, because mm-hmm. I'm like, nigga. Y'all, but y'all are We've been having sex scandalous. everywhere. Yeah. Why can't we get the group y'all sex into everything else. Yeah. <laughs> so that surprised me that a lot of men are not into group sex, because it's either, I think it has to do with like, a lot of men say that they are <laughs> selfish, but it's like, but you can't even handle me. Like, you can't even do what you need to be doing to pleasure me, but mm. you're selfish. Mm. But that's another that's another conversation. Mm. Um, so group sex is number one. Okay. Uh, BDSM is number two, okay. of course. Yeah, totally. Um, do you think? Okay, so I ha- I put this in my notes. Okay. <laughs> do you think BDSM is is a remnant of like slavery? Because I fucking do. 
<laughs> I never thought about it. Um, well, you know, I wish there was some virtually untouched land in which I could go ask them if they have this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, they're not touched by slavery, but almost everyone is. So I never thought about it. And I think that is that is a topic I would avoid in my everyday life, mm-hmm. to be honest. I'm doing a lot more of like, I need to self-preserve. I don't want to think this heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, it would only come into play for me in, in the forefront of my mind if I was sleeping with somebody who uh, was white. And I don't do that. So <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, I won't be thinking about it. Shade. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I occasionally have white partners and I think to myself, you know, I just, you know, for me, interracial sex all comes down to do like. Do you do BDSM with your boyfriend? Hell the fuck no. Okay, good. Hell the fuck no. I would I'm never. Really not okay with it. I would never like. Okay, race play mm-hmm. is not on this list, but it needs to be. So <laughs> Because people are probably way more into it than they admit. Um, well, it's an American pastime. Yeah. And that's what just I was just like all the others. That's what I was trying to get into with like um interracial sex. I think interracial sex is race play. Okay. Like have do you know about the the play Slave Play by Jeremy O'Harris? No, but you know what? Ethel's Club where we are right now had mm-hmm. a bunch of free tickets um oh. the other day and I don't know anything about it to be honest with you. I live under a rock. Don't know anything about it, but I was like, I've heard this, I've seen the ad, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would totally take a free ticket, but I was working. So I didn't go. Girl, it's about... Uh, okay, so it's written by a black queer man. Mm. Oh, did I break my ring? I broke my fucking ring. Shit. I have um, to go get another one. Like just now? Yeah, just now. I didn't hear that. <laughs> That's what happens when you bought them little um, stick stone and bone rings. <laughs> you know stick stone and bone? Stick stone and bone! It's on Christopher Street. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. stick stone and bone. Mm-hmm. But I've had it... At least I've had it for like three months now. So, you know. This is the longest this time I've ever This has been a theme in your time. life. I can remember this happening when we were younger. You wearing like a titanium ring and then you break it. Yeah, I always lose my rings, but any so worth it. Whatever I was talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> I always think of like interracial sex and like um, <laughs> and like as like a kink because from what black men have told me, this is black men that I have like had sexual sexual stuff with and just black men on the internet talking and speaking into the ether about their sexual proclivities Mm -hmm. that when they approach sex with white people they like the color contrast (laughs) that it's not about like actual sex it's it's about the different go have sex with curdled milk (laughs) (laughs) that's disgusting it's about the different shade of them compared to themselves it's it's almost like black men like to look down and see themselves in whiteness Ew. ew I'm sorry. I'm sorry to take it there, but that's where it goes. That is gross. That's where it goes. So I can even having a white partner. It's like I don't reckon. I how do I reconcile that? I don't. It was. I don't. I'm grossed out. I don't. Um, that's gross. The one time I slept with the white, I was too busy being concerned with the fact that it was not fun to think about whether or not there was any like race in the room. But y'all was having sex and like a million dollar. I don't know how much that apartment cost. It was was in the village, and it was empty. Oh, it was empty. It was empty. I think somebody was like moving out. Oh, okay. Maybe they sold it. Yeah. Okay. It was not good. It's never good with white people. He 
It's never good with white people. He, he people I are lying. him during the like election times because I don't know. He was very pro Hillary. I was tired of like our our Ew. opinions. Um, distant like they grow apart more and more as we get older. Like in in high school, it was like he was very liberal. I thought that was cool, whatever. And like the older we get, like he, I don't I don't know. He he votes funny. I don't like it. Um, no, no, no. That's important because, you know, as we we're both, um, you know, as black and white millennials, we're both growing up, you know, mm-hmm. and we f- tend to forget that we grew up with like white people. I'm an exennial. Have you know? Oh, well, we grew up with white people. Which means and, you are too older than me. <laughs> and to see them politically diverge from us. Even though they grew up around us and should technically feel some kind of sympathy toward our politics, and they don't, is more of a reason why you have to, like, you kind of have to, like, be weary of, like, white people in our society. Because how do you, how do you grow up with us, have sex with us, talk to us, you know, embrace us, and then vote to diametrically um, kill us off? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like... He's a white. And so I stopped talking to him. Yeah. And again, after I moved to France, he texted me. He he had been trying to intermittently like get in touch with me. And I'm not going to lie, I ghosted him. I don't feel bad about ghosting cis men or whites, and he's both. So <laughs> um, um, he texted me from a different number, and I responded. And he was just like... And then he texted me from his real number and like, <laughs> sent me a sad, <laughs> sad face emoticon. And I was just like... Oh, that well. is such white boy behavior. We've been friends for a really long time, so it, like, it was fucked up, but I also don't feel bad. You shouldn't. I don't the care. sex was whack. I'm sorry. If you have whack sex, I'm ghosting on you. That, I mean, you gotta give people, you know... If you have whack a sex, grace period. I'm ghosting on you. A grace period. You should know they, how to have better sex. They, sh- they have to learn your body. That's not fair. I'm sorry, but first... <laughs> <laughs> you only get one try with me. I mean, <laughs> you're not me good. This makes no sense. If you're not good by the time I have you... Anyway. It means you've been having bad sex your whole life, which since, means people have been lying to you. Since we, so I need to get a That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair somebody could come to me and like be really aggressive you uh-huh. know or like manhandling me and throwing me around which also I guess you should ask about first but they could be really more aggressive than I need yeah and that could just be that everybody told them that they really like that because it seems to be what everyone's into yeah. to be honest that's and like true. they don't know me yet that's true they don't know me yet but I mean so this is why people people having sex that all of us we should be more honest with our sexual partners mm-hmm. you know we should we, we should review each other that's easier said and the text than messages done. that we is should, so much easier said than it done. is really. I have a lot of sex anxiety it's hard for me to like even like talk dirty sometimes or say what it is that I want yeah cause I'm, I'm afraid that like that person may not be into what I'm into. Yeah. And then they won't want to have sex with me. Or like that I sound corny or I sound boring. That comes yeah. up for me a lot. I yeah. barely have any kinks. I'm pretty <laughs> vanilla in a lot of people's eyes. It's funny because some people think I'm very vanilla. Some think I'm... It depends on Kinky. who's asking. Yeah, it really does. So it's like sometimes I'm just like, will you even... Like, is this uncool? You know? <laughs> like, no, for real. <laughs> like, it gives me a lot of anxiety. Anyway, back to BDSM as a conversation since we have paused there. Okay. So, I was researching a little bit about the Summit Party, the Summit NYC Party. Are you familiar? No. You're not familiar? No. So, there's a party that's been happening for over 15 years in our area. I think it happens in Park Slope normally. It's called Summit. And it's a king. Submit? Submit. Yes. Okay. Submit. I thought you were saying cement. No. <laughs> 
If anything, because I feel like I'm not pronouncing the B heavily enough, I thought you were going to say that you thought I was saying summit, but no, submit, right? And so, of course, you know, very kink BDSM heavy, but it's also just the sex party in general. Yeah. Um, For the straights? No, it is specifically for women and trans folk. Okay, okay. So everyone but cis men. Okay. You know, coded language, okay. which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, been happening for over 15 years. I don't know how white or black or of color it gets because I've never gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're very strict about that policy, it seems. It's on their website and everything. They have it once a month. I think it's like the last Friday of every month. Okay. Um, you have to like email in for the address, you know, just to keep it a little bit more private. You can volunteer and work so that you don't have to pay. It's either 15 or 20, depending on what time you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard about it. I've been hearing about it for years, actually, since at least 2015. And one of my friends had even asked me to go, um, and I definitely, you know, wanted to get myself in the mindset that I could go and not feel self, too self-conscious and, like, you know, just explore and have a good time. Because that's what people are there for, I'm sure. Um, but at the, the the time that I was asked, my friend had another friend who we we did not like each other. We had met, and I was like, don't. Don't ask me to hang around her. I don't like her. Um, she didn't. She she was not a good person, to be honest. Like she was just a fucking asshole. And I was like, look, I love you, but I'm not gonna hang out when she's around. And they were always together, so we stopped hanging out. That friend has since hit me up and said that they're not um, cool anymore. But when he invited me to the party, he was like, and also she'll be there. And I was like, no, now you know I'm not gonna come. So that was like the one time I had really been invited and I didn't go. Um, I could see myself like volunteering because I feel like the volunteers get to like partake a little bit because it's still like the the perk is free entry. Mm -hmm. So unless you're just going there to observe, you're just voyeurism is your thing. Mm. I think they get to actually participate a little bit. Let me get into this list one more time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So number three is novelty and adventure. I don't know what that is, but we're going to skip it. What does that mean? Role play? We're going to skip it. LARPing? (laughs) Um... Okay, so novelty, I think, just refers to, like, sex toys. Okay. Do you like sex toys? Oh, yeah, girl. We get out here. Uh, I, I need to get one. I, I want to get a dildo, but, you have like... any? No. Because hmm. I don't know how they ship them. I don't know what, what they go. Well, just go to the store. Go to Babeland. <laughs> go to the village. Go to Pleasure They don't have the one I want. So, the, okay. the dildo that I've been eyeing for it's years... It's too large for the store display. Exactly. I was it's joking. Called, it's called... It's called Chad Hunt. Chad Hunt with this white porn Gonna star. Google it. From the 90s. Mm. He had 11... Why, does, why white? Why? Um, It's just more because it's his dick size and the way it looks. That, that. probably was nothing but um hormones in his, in his beef. I could get the Tiger Tyson um, dildo. I don't... I want the Tiger Tyson. Who, My this friend, man is ugly. It's his dick that I like. Ugh, how can you yeah. compartmentalize like that? I don't want to look up at that face. I'm a gay Woo! man, sweetheart. He's ugly. Google, guys. <laughs> Google it. Google it. <laughs> Chad Hunt. <laughs> he looks like an amoeba. His eyes aren't even aligned. So... One eye's lower than the other. Girl. Okay. I like him. Oh, but did I lie? He ugly, but I like him. Okay. He's from Ohio. Ugh. <laughs> what part? And he's Croatian. He's from Columbus. I know all the things about him. See, when I when I mm-hmm. like a porn star, mm-mm, mm-mm. I get into their whole history. I get into their whole, like, everything. This is when you put your friend on mute and you go do other things. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not listening. <laughs> Ew. All right. 
So novelty and adventure, I guess, is like role playing and like toys. So LARPing. Yeah. So number four is taboo sex, voyeurism, Ooh. fetish objects, mm. exhibitionism. Okay. Are you into public sex? You're asking me. You're asking me? Yes. Um, How public? Because like... Parks. The, the absolute imminent, like, we will get caught yeah. will turn me off. Oh. But like, so lightly... Somebody could see us, but we're probably not gonna face any repercussions. Oh. That could be cool. Like like the terrace and, and, and I've had sex on a roof. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Of like a two level house. So I know I've never done it on a roof. That no. people could see us. I don't know if okay. anybody was seeing us. Ooh, in Paris, we were like you know the the, the windows of yes. our like second yeah. Airbnb. Uh which one? Uh which one was the second? No, it wasn't even the second, girl. We stayed in like three or four. The um, first one, the tenth? No, it was the one in... Um, that sounded confusing. The one in the 10th is what I should have said. <laughs> uh, oh, maman? Montmartre. Maman. Montmartre. Maman. It's fine. <laughs> I can't say it. But anyway, it was there. <laughs> <laughs> it was there. And um, it was with this... That's in the 18th. This beautiful, oh my God, this beautiful African I don't remember what your man, room looked like in that one. He had like this big chest and like this big muscles. Like I love Killing muscles. Me. <laughs> <You're killing> me. <laughs> but he, first he wasn't into me. He thought it was too femme. And then he texted me the last, this was our last night in Paris. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you look femme, but you look nasty. Listen, and I like nasty. Listen, the whole time we were in France, I just want you to know the whole time, the month, the 32 days that we spent in France in 2016, Terrell just had sex the whole time. I threw a party. I threw a party and he bailed on me to have, to have like somebody from Jack D come into the apartment. A bottom. And a bottom. He was a bottom? He was a big dick bottom. Did he decide to top that night? Yes. Okay, good. So he was the first bottom. Is that the one that offered me dick? No. Okay. That was the, the first night I got there. The first guy. So it started with a J. Um, Jal. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Oprah dick. Because he was offering it to everybody. Everybody. Could you t- get a dick. You get a dick. You get a dick. You get a dick. Yeah. Anyway. Bisexual um, men, sonny. See, you didn't want the bisexual men. Oh, does your mens. friend want some dick? I was like, I'm okay. And you didn't the friend want, can hear. You didn't want the bisexual men's when they was offering I did not want that you. one. Okay. I was very preoccupied. I was okay. very fulfilled. You thought he was ugly. Was he ugly girl? You can tell I me. don't remember okay. his face. Okay. I just offer. I don't know. Also, like, we are like damn near siblings sometimes in my brain. It's like, I don't necessarily want to pass the dick around. Okay. Okay. Like this. It'd be weird. It would be weird. Weird connection for it me. It would. But yeah. I've, sh- I've shared I've shared sexual partners with friends before, so maybe not. Anyway, why did I bring this up? Because you were just hoeing around the whole time. <laughs> I hoe around in New York. So what's the difference uh, in that's Paris? That's true. But I was just like, if any of these niggas rob me, we're gonna fight. You keep bringing random oh, true. random true. men into true. my living space. True. True. That was scary. Oh, my God. One of them drank my fucking apple juice. Do you remember the fit I threw? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I had some apple juice. Troll and I would grocery shop together. You know what? We're the only two people in here. So you know what's yours and you know what's not. And one of your men's is this, drank my apple juice. And my ex had to sit there and watch me throw a whole tantrum. I was upset. I had fixed my mouth. For this apple juice, I went into the fridge, bitch. I was I, so. I mad. didn't. I didn't realize how much he drank. Woo! 
he shouldn't have drank any. Uh, none of those drops were his. I know. I'm so sorry. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Oh my god. <sighs> you f- feed them. By all means, feed them. They're he doing labor. Still Just has don't my feed shirt. them my food. <laughs> he has my shirt. Why? Because okay, so. The night that we had the sex and drank the apple juice, we also went out to get pizza. <laughs> like, it was this rich real estate guy. Um, <laughs> like, so y'all couldn't get delivery? Delivery? The, well, he wanted to take me delivery? out. He wanted to take me out. It was like a date. It was like my first little date for in Paris. For pizza? Yeah, for pizza. Domino's pizza. Not Domino's. <laughs> no. It was, <laughs> it was this cute little quiche little restaurant that was closing. But he was he talked his little French and whatever, and he got us a little seat. So I was like, oh my God, this man got money. And he's nice. He and got he could, money. He could swerve us. Okay, no, I don't care. He drank my apple juice. So he ain't got that much money. For real. For real. Okay, so we sat down and whatever. He, he left his other shirt at, at the place. And so he just forgot his shirt. It was like a $3,000 shirt. Mm-hmm. And he had my... So I gave him a shirt to wear, um, which was like my $15 Uniqlo shirt mm-hmm. that I loved. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was $15, but I loved the shirt. Mm-hmm. And anywho, um, <laughs> the last night we were there in Paris, um, he came and got his shirt, but he didn't bring mine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so... That's theft. Yeah, that is stuff. My thirteen dollars um, shirt. Okay, we ended up here because of BDSM, and I don't remember how that happened. <laughs> well, or sex. No, 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 no. Because we the, number four is voyeurism. It's taboo sex. Voyeurism. Oh right. Objects, okay, being ex- seen. Yeah. R- roofs, and then we went to terraces, and then we ended up here. Yeah. Okay. Whew, I like trip. being seen. That's I like voyage. being seen. A lot of seen. people do. A lot of people do. I, I get like a little, it. I get a little too scared. Cops will kill me. I don't. I get a little frightened. I like. Watching? Mm-hmm. No, I like participating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever really gotten off on watching anything except for watching people masturbate. No, I gotta participate. Especially if it's interactive, like you're right here. You know, I'm getting ready for work, so I can't help you, but I can kind of help you. Okay, so this is weird. This what? is weird. I'm gonna sh- I'm share a little bit of my like sexual. The, like, we've been doing that. It's experiment. totally fine. Yeah. Um. So back when I was like. 14 or 15 or 16 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was working at McDonald's on a strip mall mm-hmm. and they had a Barnes and Nobles right and mm-hmm. so I would go to Barnes and Nobles and I would like they had gay porn it's magazines it's definitely Barnes and Noble but all Negroes say Barnes and Nobles uh, oh <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm so black anyway so I would go to the Barnes and Noble and I would go to the bathroom and like the tiles were glossy in the bathroom and I would sit in one of the stalls and there's a stall next to me and you could actually like see activity in the stall next to you because the tiles were so glossy and because mm-hmm. of the, like how they were that's bad design bad design good for a horny teenager okay and so I would go in there this is problematic and I would watch men masturbate they would masturbate in the bathroom <laughs> how, is, how does anyone have an urge that strong to masturbate and throughout the bad, day? Yeah. I don't know. But it was like this teenage white boy who would go there every day like clockwork and masturbate. Time to have my midday jerk. I wasn't like heaven until I got caught. You got caught. <laughs> I got caught, bitch. You got I caught. I got caught, bitch. Doing what? Just, How did you get caught? If, they, if they're doing a thing like... They're doing it, th- I guess. Because okay. I would, it's their privacy. I'm sorry. Because I would take the porn magazines in the bathroom with me and like rip them up and like leave them so that people would... Like get them to masturbate. You left. <laughs> you left bait. <laughs> you left bait. I did. 
They were already doing it. I know, but I wanted someone to be gay and do it. I don't know. <laughs> and so how did you get caught doing that? Because they had me on camera, like, stealing the magazines. Oh, and like, <laughs> okay. Who, bitch? You got stories. But, so I could never work at a Barnes & Noble. <laughs> <laughs> sorry you asked for that you did so i'm sorry it's no there's no other way to spin that one you could have just enjoyed the perk that you were receiving in your problematic way wow wow anyway so voyeurism and exhibition is not i need you to stop laughing you asked for it this is what happens when you vape in the studio. <laughs> okay, the last one mm-hmm. is partner sharing non-monogamy, so cuckolding. Oh, is that what cuckold means? Yeah. Okay. Well, well I this think cuckolding from polyamory. Obviously. Yeah, I think cuckolding is more of like getting take off my on... wife and nutting her. Yeah. Okay. Which has racist um, overtones. Oh no, uh, I totally over picture... I, no, I was to picturing it. a white man taking this to a negro. A, a negro. <laughs> you a almost said nigger. I did. You almost said nigger. I say nigger all the time. <laughs> um. <laughs> what does that noise mean? I engage in this. Oh. Because like my part- you set your partner up with people? No, my no, 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 no. My partner is the top. Okay. I'm the bottom. Yes. But like Your partner sets you up with people. Yeah. I I I I guess in our world, in our scope, I figured you could pass either type of partner off to somebody else. Like, please enjoy my top. Mm-hmm. Please let him plow your fields. I mean, I've let my partner have a couple of my friends if they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But God, I feel like I've, I feel like I've also done that, and I can't remember what situation it was. But it's more like it's more or less like, hey, I have a partner who has some good penis. You'd love it. Mm-hmm. It's more like here, share it. Mm-hmm. You can have it. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's great. I get to enjoy it. Why don't you enjoy it? It's not like this racist. Oh my god, big black cock. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, racism is so nasty. It's mm-hmm. just disgusting. It is. And like, so you can't, you're absolutely right that you can't remove it from the situation. No. I don't think that's kept me from bondage or kept me from doing more BDSM, but I think it, that it's worth considering that it's in the room. There's so many things we haven't talked about yet um, because we keep talking about our personal lives. <laughs> um, like bondage or asphyxiation. What's or that? Or even suspension. Choking? Choke? Oh, I love being choked. I'm pretty sure that's a word for choking. I love being choked I think. and gagged. Um, I. I love it. I have a small like grudge against it right now because okay. it seems to be what everybody talks about when they think they want to be like, you know, adventurously sexy or whatever. They want to brag about how into sex they are. They're like, I like to be choked and slapped and whatever. Like, yeah. Okay, girl. Uh, you and everybody else. Yeah. I mean, see, why a, does it have to be violent for me to enjoy it? Exactly. I'm a pillow princess. Like, and I, it's like some, sometimes like, you know, I'm in the middle of sex and somebody puts their, their hands around my throat and I feel why that feels good. It's just like, I don't need that. Yeah. And I want people to explore other things too. Like, yeah. trying to prove that you're kinky. Yeah. Like lick me somewhere special. <laughs> lick me somewhere special. There's so many things people don't think about doing yeah. that like really can do a thing for you just oh my because God. like nobody's ever touched it before. This like spot between like on your back. The back is already a thing The for me. back where your like neck and shit is, mm-hmm. that little spot sure, right there. Sure, sure. It feels 
great. Yes. Lick that area. Because nobody ever touches it. Lick it. Nobody ever touches it. So it's like when somebody thinks to touch it, it's like, Mm -hmm. whoa. It's like a a really good experience. Look at you in your creative bag. I love it. Um, I had a gentleman caller <laughs> do that to me the other day. Okay, all right. It was fabulous. You're so annoying. <laughs> like, really, truly. Um, I've been asked to do things that, again, like, is it is it a fetish? Is it a kink? I guess they're all kinks. Um, I've been asked to do things that make me uncomfortable. Has that ever happened to you? Ass eating. Um, for, for you to eat an ass. Yeah. I can see why that's not I'm, your bag. I, I don't enjoy it. But I sound so much like some people I'm not gonna name. But I will do it, you know, if they want it done. Okay, okay. that's nice. But I, mean, I want to do it well, so I'm like, right? How do how and do nobody s- does anything well if they're not enjoying it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I mean, I'll enjoy it if you're into it. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. It's like if I'm, I don't want to do it. If you're showing me that you're enjoying it But if it you're lot, enjoying it, if I'm yeah. doing it to pleasure you, then I'm into it. That can do a lot for me, for yeah. sure. Seeing how much somebody is enjoying something. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are certain things where it's just, like, I've had to be that person who's just like, I can't. I can't oblige. Oh, I'll never um, top. Don't ask me. <laughs> I'll never top. I'm never not top. one of those bottoms. Don't ask me. I'm not one of those bottoms who, like, you know, wants to please the top so much I, that he'll I top. still feel like I'm technically versed. I, d- I do bottom very well. Girl, you so are a verse bottom. Leave me alone. You are a verse bottom. You are my pillow princess and uh, sister in the struggle. I do very well in that role. This is true. <laughs> I, I'm working on becoming even better in that role. Because the hard part is communicating, actually, as a yeah. bottom. You have to communicate a lot. Yeah. Um, anyway, I've been asked to punch somebody in the chest during sex before. Ooh. And I was just like, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I will feel so guilty if I do that. See, that's why we're both bottoms. And like, I couldn't do that. Of course, he went and cheated, even though we were poly, found a way to cheat with somebody who would. Um, and he even, you know, showed me what he meant, which was a lot less violent than what I first pictured, but it still was too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, he also brought up like yellow, what do you call it? Yellow showers, golden showers. Golden showers. Rain, raining down on people with your urine. Um, and I. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I never really had it come up in an, in an active way. Like where we were like in the situation and here's a tarp or we were in the shower and I you you have the tools to do this. So um, I don't know if I would have crossed that line or not, but it definitely would have been okay. Some mental work. For There's me nothing in pee. Yeah, I know. But it's that's just... much e- that's much safer. And I'm a than sub. Scat. I'm a sub, but I just no. You just can't. You can't pee on me. No, I don't want to. You I can't pee on me. Pee I'm sorry. I, look, I, let's put. I let's be honest. I'll try anything once. I try it the once. Okay. In theory, I don't think it'll work for me. So a guy wanted to pee inside of me. But let's remember that when you're fucking, when you're in the middle of some shit, we're in a different like carnal yeah. headspace. Yeah, I may just let you pee yeah. inside of me. We'll see yeah. what happens. <laughs> I'll try it the once. I just don't necessarily that think good, that's up my alley. But I'd I might try just it. let you pee inside of me. Yeah. We'll but, see what happens. Okay, so scat. Um, because we, we touched another, on it. There's so I, much. There's so much involved. The smell and the cleanup and the uh, the health risk. I don't know. So if a white man paid me like a lot oh, of money, so that's a different. To that's like a thing. scat on him, oh, I was a different oh, thing. I would oh, to do yes. Right yeah, yep. I would <laughs> pass the laxatives. Pass me the fiber. I would fucking scat all over that rich white man. Are you serious? Give me some. Oh, Chuck Berry. The um. Okay. Singer, the I just guitar want you to singer. know that he is miming a guitar. 
He was into scat with like white women, and I thought, go ahead, civil rights. Who's doing the scatting? He was scatting into like white teenagers' mouths because they were like teenage girls or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where did you get that information? <laughs> it's it's in his biography, but he was like big on scat. He it's was like in his biography. Yeah. Like he would he would scat in a, in a lot of white girls' mouths. The irony, because scat is also a musical term, <laughs> is not lost upon me. Does it come from black people? Probably. That's not some shit we do. Damn, we're all up in the mix. Yeah. Everything you can't really talk about anything when I talk about black folk. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I <laughs> I like okay. So there is there are like Twitter people who are really big on scat and like. I followed a few of them just to, like, get into, like, the research aspect of, like, why this is popular. And so, I'm sorry. I can't. It's known. It's probably not going to happen. It's known. That's a lot. Even if I was like, all right, listen, I've had (laughs) an entire bottle of, (laughs) I've had an entire bottle of Malbec and... (laughs) You caught me in the right mood, and I want to try this thing because you want to mm. so badly, and I love you, and all this other stuff. Mm. I don't know if I could get my booty hole to be less shy about it, mm. you know? Like, inside, my brain, the cogs would be turning like, no, you're above a person. No, Ooh. no. I can't even sometimes poop if somebody's too close to the bed. Ba- which, I'm not, you know, I poop with my partners in the bathroom, mm-hmm. but, like, I... If if it's somebody I am not that close to and they're near the bathroom or something, I might have to, might take me an extra thirty seconds to push that shit out. Did you see that experiment they did in Times Square where they built like a bathroom with like double sided mirrors yes. where you could like people it you, looked like people could see you, you could but, see them. Yeah, but you couldn't see they, they couldn't see they you. They couldn't technically but see you. But you could see them. Yeah. I couldn't shit. I would not I would love to try and see if I could I would not be able to shit. I, I'd probably just be really proud of myself if I got through it. I just would not be able to do it. Yeah. It's too many people walking around. But then like let's say you're sitting in there for ten minutes and you realize that nobody's looking directly at you. <laughs> then you you your brain would start to understand that they can't see no, you. No, I just couldn't do it. So I'd like to try it. <laughs> Why not? Um We talked about fisting, sp- spitting in the mouth. You into that? So I have a regular, right? Mm-hmm. Six foot. If two you're having like, you need money. Muscles. Why is nobody paying you for your services? Um, <laughs> I have a regular, and he likes to spit in my mouth. I do not like it. And you let him? I let him because it, he likes it. And so here's the thing. Um, I've definitely enjoyed having people like spit on my parts, mm-hmm. my genitalia. Yeah, spit in my booty hole. Um, it's a booty haul. And then I realized when I tell people that or I ask them to do it, that there's a logistical standpoint where I need to tell them exactly what I want because mm-hmm. a lot of people will forcefully spit mm-hmm. and that like is not what I meant. Oh, what you mean? Um, Like like you gather, spit in your mouth and you just let it bloop, bloop. like just drop right down on it. Um, <laughs> and so I wonder like when people are doing the spit in the mouth thing, are they forcefully spitting into your mouth? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's like. But then I feel like you might be. <laughs> <laughs> the face that you made 
was priceless. So how? So like, isn't there like a chance they'll miss? Isn't there more of a chance they'll miss or like they'll be no. splatter, spittle, like little droplets? No, he droplets? gets it right in my mouth. Okay. Like usually, as I'm like giving him head, he mm-hmm. like spits in my mouth, and I give him the head. So it's really like he's spitting oh, on his oh, own. Oh, no, that's not. I like I like that idea. And then sometimes when he's hitting it from the back, he'll like spit in my mouth. Okay. And like lick my lick my tongue with his tongue. Okay. Um. But I'm not into it. But I only do it because he likes it. That's nice of you. Yeah. You care. I like pleasure. I like pleasuring myself, but I also like pleasuring the person I'm having. Right. I had an ex spit in my mouth once because he wanted to and he asked me and nobody had ever done it. And I Mm -hmm. was like, you know, again, try anything once. Yeah. It's not for me. What's not for you? It's the it's the texture. Yeah. And then like having like this newly introduced spit in your mouth that is cold from the travel. Yeah. From its way from the gravity. From yeah. The- <laughs> it's it's the transfer of like spittoon. It's, it's cold, nasty. And I it's don't nasty. Like it. It's the texture. When you're kissing it's- somebody, your mouths are warm. And it's just the vision of being spit. At. I don't know. You know, you would think I, it, my hangup will be a respect thing, but that's like way, way at the back end. For me, it's the texture and. Has anyone ever all like spit at you, like in your face before? Like in a fight? Or like just like in general? No, I, I do that to people. Someone spit in my face. I, I didn't, I don't actually ever land it, but I got into a fight with a girl at a little, little dragon <laughs> concert. And. Um, Why? Because she kept bumping up against me. Oh. I don't know what she was tripping on. I don't know what drug she was having. <laughs> I know that it's dancing music, but she was like bumping up against me repeatedly. During her dancing, and I was like, "Look, I don't care if you're dancing or not. That's rude. You're disturbing uh-huh. my experience." And so, like, I asked her to stop or whatever, and she was real upset. Oh, so oh. we ended up fighting at the end. It was whatever. She called me four eyes, and that was her best comeback. And I was just like, "Oh, girl, I don't know. That drug is a downer. It's a downer. It's not helping you." But four eyes. That's like, girl. That's like Wonderland insults from like the 1950s. Yeah, and then once I was cycling with one of my exes through the city, and. Um, this like dude in a van tried to like sort of kind of run us off the road didn't like how much space we were taking whatever mm-hmm. I spit into the van oh good for you I'm not necessarily proud of this I've had an angry streak in my life at times I'm not necessarily proud of those those were yeah. both years ago yeah but if anybody's spitting on anybody in a fight it's probably me in elementary school a girl spit in my face oh was she yeah. white I have the vision no, of her being white oh she I don't know black. how to handle the situation now yeah <laughs> <laughs> um it was nasty because of breath stink. So mm. I had that breath on my face the whole day. And mm. it, was just, it was just not. You couldn't just go to the bathroom and take a little. I did. It was still there. It was just like. Woo. It was just like. So she just didn't have. It was just like prominent. It's kindergarten. Spit she smell. didn't. Um, the, the hygiene. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sorry that that happened to you. It's okay. You know, we live and we grow. Um, what else is on the agenda? Um, so how close have you ever gotten to. I feel like, did you tell me you used to work at a kink party? I used to work at a sex party. Oh, okay. It necessarily knew it wasn't really kinky. It was, it was just, just Yeah, it was just hook-ups. men coming to get off. Okay, I see. Yeah, I worked at the front desk. Mm-hmm. I was taking names. No, I wasn't taking names. I was more like processing payment and then like okay. putting their clothes in a box okay. and like greeting customers. At the first restaurant I worked at, there was a, another waitress older, you know, maybe in her 40s. Mm-hmm. I think she told me she was in her 50s, but, you know, she was black. And I was like, you lying to me. Like, ain't no way. Mm-hmm. She was in her 40s or something. Because um, you just don't look 50. Um, and she told me that was her side hustle. Like, waitressing is just her, like, on-paper job. Mm-hmm. But um, she was. She told me to, like, get on Eros.com if I was looking to get into it, which is apparently, like, some kink website, E-R-O-S.com. Um, and she was talking that. about how much money she was making, all of her subs and what she does for them. And I've... 
for so many years con- like considered being a dom, but I don't know how to break into it, and I I'm chicken and out. Mm-hmm. I'm chicken and out. I even wanted to be a suicide girl for a while. Did you hear about that that dominatrix that black? <clears throat> excuse me feminist feminist dominatrix who like reads black feminist text to like her white men while she like abuses the one them. who keeps like appearing on the internet with her men on leashes in public i think that i think that's the one maybe i don't know where this list came from i don't know um, the, the gay um, left out um i follow midnight okay young sadistic on I twitter to, i need to follow. she looks like robin givens it freaks me out um i love robin givens she is just like she's doing the like Full golf girl shit, plays yeah. guitar and all that. Just yeah. has fangs and everything. Like, down, she kills it. No were white you into golf? Um, when you were a youngster? No. Every now and then, I'll get into music that's a little more punky, and I'll uh-huh. without realizing it, start wearing more leather. But other than that, <laughs> I was I was into I was I had a golf aesthetic, um, but I wasn't into like the music or anything. I was just mm. into death. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, death card number thirteen. Yeah, we're into it. I was just really into death. Um, I used to hang with the goth kids. So bondage then. Yeah. I feel like this is nice. We've talked about BDSM, yeah. but there's so many things that yeah, fall that fall under that umbrella. And I think that's one of the things that most comes from like slavery, bondage, like being bound, mm. and like. How did you feel about um, a young Mr. Penn Badgley slash Joe Goldberg slash Will Bettelheim being tied up in a very bondagey way by a woman on the second season of You? Do you remember he broke into this girl's house because he oh, thought that Candace oh, 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 was living oh. there by herself? Um. Everyone was like, did I just see him get... And somebody, like, named the exact knot, and I was like, oh, you know things. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. I don't know I wasn't really paying attention here. to that. <laughs> she was really into it. I wasn't he was, really he was talking about it a little bit. He recognized what she did was doing. Did he like it? Was he into it? I don't know. I think he was too busy trying to survive. Joe Goldberg is interesting to me, because... He really is like Dan Humphrey. I know. Like, <laughs> He's Dan Humphrey without, like, unhinged. Yeah. Like, you know, progressed without any mm-hmm. checking. Yeah. Like, Dan doesn't start a website to, like, get his girl. He, like, yeah. actually starts killing people. Exactly. Um, because he's obsessed. He takes another step. Yeah. Um, um, what else? Suspension. I've never even met anybody into that. That's no. an extreme. Oh, you know what I really want to get into? Um, swings. Oh, sex swings. Yes. So would you consider that, like, a kink? Is that a kink? Unconventional? I used to... I um, mean, I think it's just for rich people. Max used to cat sit at this place, and they had, like, these cushions that weren't... Obviously weren't, like, a part of the couch or whatever, and they were, like, triangular wedge shapes. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, these are sex wedges. They have sex wedges in this apartment. We never used it, though, Mm. because just... They were white, so it's like... I I want to get an Airbnb with a sex swing in it. Mm. Can't you just buy a sex wing, girl? No. Okay. <laughs> Where's right. it gonna go? Okay. Um, how much are they? Let's see. Google. We don't have a Google Home in this room. Does Amazon? Oh, of course, Amazon. I'm very hungry. Um, I think that's it for my notes. The okay, so they have sex swings for like nineteen dollars. So do you think? No. Just one last question: If we're talking about race play being inherent to BDSM. Do you feel that it has its redemptions when we're talking about people like um, Electra from Pose? Is that mm-hmm. her character's name? Like taking it out on like Taking white. complete advantage of that role <sighs> and owning it and getting all these monies from these white men who <sighs> want to be abused and enjoying the consensual abuse that she's giving and locking that man up in that basement, in that garage, for example, during the heat. That was, I liked it. 
I mean, yes, there is some like psychological like redemption in, you know, perpetrating that violence back onto white male society, um, especially as a, a trans woman. Um, that can be quite cathartic. So I'm not going to like totally like eschew that experience. But uh, come on, SAT word. The thing about it for me is <laughs> is that, and this is why the show is called Radical, right? Um, that gay shit, black radical podcast, mm-hmm. is that I want a sexual politics that not only like psychologically deals with what white slavery and capitalism has done to us, but also like changes, makes those changes real for us mm-hmm. and like um in a real material kind of way. So like I'm not gonna downplay the psychological advantages of doing that, you know, the the role reversal. Cause also you could say that black men's like attachment to like wanting to fuck white people, you know, as some sort of like revenge, um, is also that. Mm-hmm. But it, in a way, it doesn't change the. It doesn't fundamentally alter the um, the society. Mm-hmm. It's not so, making any real change. Yeah, it makes so, it be cathartic to see. It's it's cathartic, but I it guess. doesn't make any real change. Yeah. So what I'm what I'm inve- what I'm invested in is like how do we move our sexual politics beyond the bedroom into like spaces where they need um, legitimization, mm-hmm. um, the same way that white people's does. I'm just trying to navigate my own personal sexual hangups. True. That's enough. True. Like, it's hard for me to even think outside of that. True. The world's fucked me up a little bit. True. And for all of you, like, like, who may want to explore this topic more, you can read um, Patricia Hill Collins. She has a book on black sexual politics, Mm. Um, more in line with like what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. which is like how to change the body politics of like sex and like, um, yeah. And that that under that also underscores like how we um, conceptualize uh, romance in this kind of like, do you think romance is a kink? I will say no because it's not necessarily unconventional, but I can see how it'd be like being extremely romantic or playing out a romantic scenario or just like laying it on thick could be a real thing for somebody that gets them going and makes mm-hmm. them feel like really turned on. Sure. Are you into role play? Um, my sexual anxiety has not allowed me to fully explore role play. I was into it. I'll break character probably. Just a little bit. I was into it. It's it's like something I would like to feel comfortable doing. Can you not try to destroy your <laughs> microphone? I've I've done it. You've been touching it this whole time. <laughs> I have no idea what it's gonna sound like when I edit. I need things to play with. Maybe I'll get a ball. I mean, like a fidget thing. T- yeah. Ties the same way. Um. All I right. Mean, I think that's it. We've been talking for two hours. No, it feels like it though. Hour fifteen. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we, it's just so many things we could. Yeah, we gave you all the five say. top. Kinks I'm really just in America thinking about what black queers must be into on the kinky side. More, I think. I think there's a lot of dom sub BDSM that just comes up for us mm-hmm. in our shit. Mm-hmm. I th- I feel like it's the same in like black gay men's. Mm-hmm 
kind of like lexicon. Mm-hmm. It's all about who's the dom and who's mm-hmm. the sub. Mm-hmm. Like who? Oh, my kink. I have one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have one. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm into black gloves. Um, black like dentist black gloves or tattoo artist black gloves. I, I guess it's vinyl, vinyl okay. rubber. They're not rubber anymore. Okay. Like how um, they feel against the skin. Um, I like for people to wear them, especially if they're going to be doing any things with their fingers. Okay. On or inside my body. All right. Um, I remember having someone say something to me about like gloves coming into play with a sexual experience and me not understanding it and then I honestly think I discovered it because I was wearing gloves for some reason one day when I got the urge to masturbate and didn't take them off Mm -hmm. and it just did a thing it's like when you masturbate with your other hand Mm -hmm. it just created this other facet that made it exciting yeah um and now I like for people to wear them from time to time. It makes me feel, because it does look like you're wearing them for a professional reason, it adds this other layer of like, this person knows what the fuck they're doing. Like okay. I'm about to be surgically handled. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. I'm about to be expertly fucking done okay. for. That is a um, real kink though. Yeah, that is definitely a kink. I've okay. talked about it with a friend. I have a friend that shares the same kink. What's your masturbation hand? My right hand. Minus my left. I'm fucking right-handed. I'm right-handed. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it with my right hand. Why? Because it. <laughs> my, Are you trying to write at the same time. My left hand feels more foreign. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Every now and then you try to masturbate with your, with your other hand, and it feels <laughs> exciting. It's like, oh, this hand has to learn what to do. That's so cool. <laughs> that would be real. That would be really weird if I did it with my right hand. I don't that's know. That's strange. I've never heard anyone masturbate with their non-dominant hand on a regular basis. Really? Yeah. Cause I can't do. Anything. I mean, I don't go around asking. I can't do anything other. I can't do anything else with my left hand. I don't go around asking people, but yeah. So that's the one kink that I have. Here's to trying to discover some more, I guess, over time. Um, I'm fighting my. I am very comfortable in my kinks. I am very vanilla. Yeah, I know I'm a lot of vanilla to a lot of people. And I am a pillow princess, and I take pride in being a pillow princess. <laughs> I love the pillow. I do love receiving. Okay. It's great. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those are. But the don't get me wrong. I will also please you back. You will have a good time. Yeah, I feel like Virgos. <laughs> if I can toot our Virgo horn, we are the best sexual oh. experience I, of the zodiac. I'm sorry. No. Mm. No. I've been told. I can think of one Virgo I've had sex with. I'm sure there are more, and. There's nothing remarkable about those sexual experiences except for the fact that he had a foot fetish. That's it. Mm. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm sorry, but Virgos no, are. I'm sorry, that's top not not true. We we are always. I have the best sex with fire signs. Fire and signs. Sometimes air signs. Okay. Yeah, I've I've had really good sex with like Aries. I mean, you can't beat fire sign energy. Yeah. Um. Although a Virgo was the, a okay. Virgo has the distinction of eating my ass the best. All right, like okay. it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It's like for me, it's fire signs plus Libra. Don't. don't <laughs> Just, <laughs> I've had great like um, dream sex with a Libra. <laughs> Same and same Libra. I'm not even gonna ask. I already know which one. Yep. That's curse. That's fine. Anyway, that's enough. I think for the king conversation. Oh, what was your what was your gay shit? I, well, I don't know, but that's I also I, I'm I'm thinking that I want to give it to 
I've really been thinking a lot about the unnamed queers in the fashion industry that are just making all these artists literally pop out. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody talks about Colin Carter. And he's done so much for Cardi B's career. Oh, okay. He dresses that bitch down. Down. That's... And everyone's like, oh, Cardi B fashion is so good. The girl's a stylist. Like, everybody Latina? else. Yeah. She's not Linux? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, the one. She's okay. Oh, no, Colin. I don't know. Okay. I don't okay. know. Dark skin. Black, maybe Latina, can't tell. Can't uh, tell. But very, um, very good fucking okay. styling. And hairstylists, too, definitely never get their shout outs. Who, how many hairstylist names do we know? They're all gay men and or like non-binary and trans people of color. They're fucking Tokyo styles. Like, hair down. Nobody Damn. fucking talks about them. And I just want to shout them out real quick. Because okay. they do so much people's career, thanklessly, aside from their checks. Well, I'm gonna shout out Telfar <laughs> um, because they made my my Telfar bag. This bitch's bag came the through the door bag. today before he did. Because I love Telfar and I just love this fucking shopping bag. Okay. It's called the Birkin of Brooklyn, and I just you know. What's the actual name of the bag, sir? It's just a bag. bag. It's just bag. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I just love the bag. It's very functional, mm-hmm. very um, very cute for me. Um, so I just want to shout out Telfar mm-hmm. for being a black queer designer. Mm-hmm. Um, we need more of those. We need more um, trailblazers in this industry mm-hmm. making the fashion for the girls. For them. You know. Okay. Gay shits aside, mm-hmm. did you see Charlemagne <laughs> gifting, a, <laughs> gifting a mold of his booty hole? Of his ass his to booty DJ hole. Envy? Charlemagne is so gay. It's going to be old news by the time this comes out, but... Charlemagne is so gay. Listen, people who do really homophobic things, you know, we don't necessarily want to go ahead and label them as gay or whatever. Like, it's a trope and all of that. Mm -hmm. But, like, people have always said that he is. I'm sorry. Or is it just you? You've always said that he is? Him, he, and who is it? Tariq Nasheed. Listen. All these people who have a a fascination with pussy. Okay, so for those who don't know, because we're just talking without really describing what we're talking about. Okay. I don't know what the occasion was. Maybe it was, DJ Envy I think had it was, a birthday? Yeah, it was his birthday. Okay. DJ Envy from, what's their name? The uh, Birth- is the he on Breakfast The Breakfast Club? Club. Yeah. He's, on, he's on it? Yeah. He's I, don't, a, I don't fucking listen to that shit. Yeah, me neither. I don't listen anyway, to that Anyway, so Charlemagne, there's a video of DJ Envy opening a gift from Charlemagne. You can hear Charlemagne off camera, and he's opening this box, and it is like a silicone mold of Charlemagne's ass and <laughs> testicles. <laughs> and like at first I was just like I don't even want to say this is some gay shit or whatever because I want straight men to feel comfortable enough doing weird shit without them being called gay but this is not the man I'm advocating for do you it's know what I mean just, like and it's just like what girl girl this is sexual harassment a lot of harassment. people be talking about how much of a queen you are anyway this is sexual so harassment also that is just weird L- it's sexual harassment but you know what's even worse is I watched it back today because I remembered that I wanted to talk to you about it and I hadn't heard it with the audio the first time I'm gonna just play this for you. Don't copyright us, girl. No, you can do that. Okay. Yeah, it's just, I think you can do that. Listen. Allegedly. Watch this. I just, because what he's saying makes it worse. <laughs> that is a mold of my ass. Dude, don't you tear my ass up like that. You be gentle with my ass out there. It's jiggling too. It's jiggling, baby. Go ahead, baby. Now, it, baby. Now, go ahead, baby. It goes on. I feel like he's very comfortable which you know straight men should be making these kinds of jokes or whatever but I, it's the joke that you know he always says like kiss my ass or like why would he give somebody a mold of his ass because well Charlamagne well DJ Envy there was a long time ago DJ Envy had some text messages scandal go down with some screenshots where 
um, I think he texted a model or something, a model or something, and the model was saying that DJ Envy likes ass play. And this is back when he was cheating on his wife. And um, <laughs> so Charlemagne has taken this whole ass play um, thing uh, to and ran it to like new heights. And this is just one example of the joke going awry. Okay. I think Charlemagne is just really a dick. <laughs> like I just I don't have any other explanation. Well, for it. it it was just interesting. <laughs> I just want to bring it up that ashy <laughs> that ashy mold of his ass and balls that he gifted <laughs> to JNV. Ew. I'm I'm glad that their friendship is so close. I guess. Did you see Azilia Banks talking about the floor tiles? The the who? The floor tiles. What floor tiles? I will fill you and the listener listeners in. Um, somebody put this on my timeline. Cool. I didn't realize at first that it was the Zilly Banks. Azalea is crazy. But I know, but her music is so good. Sorry, the the video continued when I opened my phone. Also, I like this print shirt, but why didn't you wear the one I got you last week? Did you give me a print shirt? No. Oh. <laughs> but where did you get the shirt? <laughs> um, this. This is from Amazon, actually. Um, somebody got it for me for my birthday, like a year ago, like my twenty seventh. Yeah, I need to get an Aaliyah shirt. Um, I want everyone to know how loved she was. Okay, this is hard to describe for anybody not what, like who can't see us. But just, okay, so Azalea Banks was on her story, I guess, talking about how these regular like square marble floor tiles, if she looks at them at like a diamond-like angle, for some reason, she would always see like a face in them. Mm-hmm. And she even took the time to write out like forehead, chin, mustache, mustache, cheek, cheek, nose, eye, eye in the different like tiles. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you talking about? I don't see a face there. It's just marble. And then like... <laughs> The next slide says, it always looked like Theodore Roosevelt. And then she drew a diamond-shaped thing over Theodore Roosevelt's Is she being haunted by face. Theodore Roosevelt? I don't know. <laughs> but somebody, somebody screenshotted them and put them on Twitter and was like, this is how high I am right now. Because <laughs> she must have been high. <laughs> Our fallen queen. Oh, girl. What does she do? What does she smoke on? I don't know. A lot of something she getting up in Harlem. She must be lacing her marijuana. That's all I got for you this Allegedly. <laughs> that ass thing, though. Okay, Charlemagne. <laughs> I guess. I'm sorry. I don't even have the mental capacity to dissect that. How do you analyze that? Like, what? Why would you do that? I don't know. Where, I wonder where he stored it. Girl. Okay. I'm probably gonna use it. <laughs> I'm calling it. I think I think we're done. I don't wanna know if the hole is actually defined or not. I'm okay without knowing that information. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was nasty. That's just a nasty gift to give someone. That Ugh. is sexual harassment. I would say. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I would go to HR. That's, yes. I think yes, that is sexual harassment nasty. for sure. Can you imagine bringing that to them and being like, if my coworker so did that to me. me a mold of his buttocks. With a booty haul intact. Ugh. What am I supposed to do with this? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that's it, guys. There's a lot more we could have said about kinks, of course, but we're already verbose, yeah, we as I do, say every week. We may do another episode on kinks. You I never don't know. know. In, the, in the future, maybe, if we just yeah. feel like we want to circle back? Yeah, we we may, you know, talk about this racism uh, kink history if I read more on it, mm-hmm. you know. Um. Yeah. Now to talk about where to find us, I guess. Yeah. You sign can, off. You can find. Did you us do your on... gay shit? 
Yeah. Oh. It okay. was Telfar. Right. Okay. Telfar Clemens. Fucking bag. Okay. <laughs> um, so you can find us on our host site, which is anchor.fm slash that gay shit, which is where you can also find our message link if you want to send us a voice message. But if you want to talk to us via text, you can hit us up on our group Twitter for the podcast. It's at that gay shit pod. Um, you can also find us on many a platform which i'm looking for the list right now i lost them we're available on eight platforms now wow okay um nope that link didn't take me to that was misleading we're on mad platforms (laughs) we're on spotify we're on apple we're on google podcasts um other names i don't know because they're obscure but i guess somebody's using them somewhere where the hell is my distribution page it doesn't matter you can find us if you're already listening to us you've already found us it's fine um you can find me on Twitter at Black Snatch with three H's at the end. Terrell. You can find me at, at The Talking Book. It's D A T A L K I N Book. B O O K. I guess I'm just going to have to let this go. Yeah. Or I'm, you don't spell it. I'm never just it's not. Like, it's really like, it's really, you're right there. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I found the page. We're on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Breaker. Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Publix. If you have a, a favorite one you want to get to, you can go ahead and switch on over to that platform. We're probably there. I don't know why we're not on Stitcher. I don't know how that works. I'll look into it later. Um, I'm dancing in my seat because I have to pee. <laughs> I don't know why we're birth dancing, but Do you have course. to pee? No, I don't. Oh, I, I was totally just have dancing. to pee. Well, okay. I enjoy your emotional support. Yeah. I really um, appreciate that. Cool. Is there anything I forgot to say? I don't know what we're talking about next week yet. We might tweet about it if we figure it out like, yeah. well in advance. You want to talk about Prince? Um, it'll make me sad. All right. <laughs> if we do. I'm a huge Prince fan, as y'all probably come to know if you don't already. Let's talk about black artists. Oh, oh, you mean next week? Yeah. No, yeah, Prince would make me sad. Um, Black artists like, of any medium? Um, Particularly, like, painters, our favorite, like, artists. Let's talk about Basquiat. Oh, hi. Mm-hmm. Well, we could talk about undercover queer things that people didn't talk about in the lives of our, our favorite artists, perhaps. Okay. Um, you know, not on an out tip, but like on a little known tip. Yeah. Like nobody, like people, especially like hotels and stuff that want to bring up James Baldwin, they don't ever mention that he's queer. No. Nobody ever does. Or um, they bring up, um, what's his name, the rapist? Um, What's his name? Mm, Cleaver. Ugh, Eldridge. Cle- yeah, Eldridge Cleaver was a gay man. Yeah. Was a closeted queer oh, man. Fuck him. Anyway, um, yeah, Basquiat, nobody ever talks about his queer shit. Mm-hmm. Same for Keith Haring. I'm sure they hooked up at least once. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say one thing about it, but it happened. Anyway, that's right. it. That yeah. looks like what we might be doing next week. Don't hold us to it. Yeah. We're going to workshop it. We may um, talk about something else. Thank you for getting this far. We really appreciate it as we work this thing out and we grow. And we Keep do dancing with us. Yeah. yeah. We'll be here. Um, we're going to cut to throw that boy pussy now. Go ahead and twerk a little something. All right. Bye. Bye. What's your real name and not your jack name? Bend it over. Bust it open. Bring it back, man. Hold it open. I'ma eat it like a Pac-Man. I'm trying to beat it out the frame and give you back pains Cause I'm nastier than him And I got more cash than him And I was trying to fuck your friend but you got Um, alright, we're gonna start Let me pull up my notes Why am I nervous? We've been doing this I already know how to do this now